Okay, now, first of all, I don't understand what's wrong with these opposition parties, my colleagues in Parliament. First of all, we tabled this motion last year in November. They all laughed in Parliament. They thought we, some they even called us we are crazy. We went to court, we lost, we asked in principle that this motion will be a waste of time if the Speaker decides and also if it's not on secret ballot. I mean, I am telling you, this could have been another waste of time, the ANC working all over us with their majority in Parliament. I don't understand why do they call it a public stand when we bravely so went to court, even to the Constitutional Court. The decision is a principal decision. The litigation is going on where the Western High, High Court will decide whether we are right when we say the speaker is unfit on the 11th of May. So all they are complaining about is that they did not get an opportunity to grandstand, to speak big ways. We are not interested in big ways. We want to represent our people and to protect this parliament. The reason they say you're grandstanding is because, uh, as per your own indication as well, you did go to the courts, um, you were not successful, and therefore you come into the chamber and then ask the Speaker to recuse herself um, when you knew that was not going to happen, which is why I ask was, you know, did you have a strategy or, you know, did you just go in there and continue to uh, bombard the House with issues that had already been resolved uh, via the courts? The court. Uh, maybe the court has, uh, the court has reversed has reserved judgment when mm-hmm. it comes to the speaker and the secret ballot. The, the, the judgment is not admitted. The only judgment which was made, it, it was a relief of the matter being postponed, which the interdict was refused. We wanted this matter to be postponed, so the court said no. But in terms of the fitness of the speaker, the secret ballot, the judgment was preserved, which it will be finalized on the 11th of May. So it was a matter of principle. Remember, this was our first occasion where I met the Speaker in Parliament. So it was, I was duty-bound. You see, I shouldn't allow only the courts to speak on my behalf as RNSA. I was allowed by law that I must raise each, these issues in front because, you see, people, people change all the time. Who knows? The Speaker could have taken upon herself to say, look, as a speaker, I am allowing the secret ballot. As a speaker, I'm refusing myself. I but what were the chances allow. of that happening? Even if, you see, when you stand with principles, you must take stand even when you see that popular people will not, you know, agree with you. Even if it was a slight chance of its success succeeding, but I must put it on the speaker. I must put it, even, even, even when you go to any hearing, the, 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 the presiding officer of that hearing, you've got no confidence in that uh, presiding. You must ask that presiding officer. That is the law. And the strategy was, the strategy is very simple. This is the litigation process which is still going on, and I have to ask this. And you see, people don't understand. We as Arang say we want this motion to continue. We wanted, this is our motion, by the way. We raised this motion. You know, the DA has the right to raise this motion before us. You saw, it's not, it's not like we don't want it. We want it to be done in such a manner which will give other members of parliament, you know, to vote according to the dictate of their conscience. Mm. We don't want, we don't want this motion to be another motion as, you know, the chief of the ANZ puts it to belong to the dustbin, I mean, the dustbin of parliament history. We wanted to create a potentiality to change, you know, to actually make sure that the executive become accountable. We don't Do want you think you've succeeded? To be honest, or to be honest with you, when you look at it, we have put the issues, we have exposed issues. 
And above all, I must say this, and I regret to say this, we have actually been exposed how shallow the opposition of this country is. Because you see, what they are fighting for has got no substance. I mean, I must tell you about the EFF. I mean, the EFF has been an irritation of the fifth parliament. They've been doing what I could not do in my lifetime in terms of disruption, you know, howling. They've become masters of point of disorder. For them to come and accuse us as if we are sinners, truly, I'm sure even in heaven they are watching at them and laughing. I mean, you talk about the DA. They walked out when the sauna, during the time of the sauna. They've become also, you know, you know, you know, experts of working out of that parliament. We stood the ground. We followed the procedure of the of the of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of parliament. We raised a point of order. It was embraced by law. So I don't know what wrong with that. We have succeeded. We have made aware the whole of this country. We have shown them how biased and fit the speaker is. We have put our, our, our issue in front of the public in terms of having a secret. You can't have members of parliament who have, who have condoned their conscience. You know, they always vote in terms but, of petulance. But, 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 but how yes. has yesterday's action proven that the speaker is unfit to hold office? You see, first of all, when I, 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 I pose a point of order, instead for her addressing my point of order, she goes on and says, I've been dragging all political parties for three weeks. She's simply saying I was wrong to fall my constitutional right to approach the court. If I believe something is, as I said, something is wrong, that something wrong is taking place. You can't issue such statements when you're a speaker. You see, you are a speaker even of the minority. And for me to go to court, I'm not dragging anyone. Mm. I'm not dragging anyone. Mr. Toama, where to from here? Do you think the opposition uh, parties will take you seriously after yesterday? I have no problem with opposition parties if they don't take me serious. Anyway, when you look at those opposition parties, some of them have reached their notch. I mean, they will not grow, they are not brave, you know, they are there, you know, like a ready-made uniform for BMW. So I, 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 I believe Iran has the potential to actually become the opposition party of this country because we are taking issues irrespective of who is who. So Iran is going to spend irrespective of all storms and weather, and then we'll fight for principles. We're not going to fight just to become a harmonized opposition waiting, you know, for the next five years to be in parliament. So all those opposition parties, it's not for, we don't, we want South Africans to benefit from this democracy and for this democracy to become a legacy for generations to come. All those opposition parties, whether they take us serious or not, actually they will never take us serious because I don't think they take themselves serious.